Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. By Summer Skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. By M-Drive, you're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos, an iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv, subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans as it may be. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Ah, Taking a deep breath because we are less than a week away till the start of the hockey season. Scott Strandy with you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Paul, how are things? Uh, a little wetter than they were yesterday. But really? I think you already know that. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm going to get it tomorrow. <laughs> and yeah, then you're I'm not get getting the next from hurricanes and stuff. And the next tropical day. Tropical storms. And, and the next day. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I said, though, you're not getting it from tropical storms. No, and no. I don't know not, what you're getting it from. but Not quite the same rainstorms, but uh, no. miserable enough because we, we we can only take like a quarter of an inch, and then everything wow. floods. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, it's crazy, uh, this desert stuff. Anyway. Take another deep breath if you want, though. Uh, you, know, you can. Yeah, I'll keep yeah, taking them okay. all night long. Um, well, listen, it beats, it beats not taking them. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, trust me. Uh, so, so anyway, as we uh, look forward, Paul, this weekend, uh, NCAA action starts for real some places, exhibition games in other places, and um, it, it all looks good. I mean, everywhere I've gone so far, the, the teams look like they're ready. Uh, the fans are definitely ready. The buildings are spruced up and looking good, and some people have a brand new one. Some are going to have a brand new one. It feels in, weird. In. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, so all kinds of good stuff. Today, normally media day for Arizona State. Um, it was changed till tomorrow uh, because of the fact that they had a topping up party or whatever they call that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, it, it's kind of hard to figure out. I mean, I, I guess it looks like they put some more roofing on. I mean – in layman's terms, 
I mean, I don't care. Well, it, it's the last beam, the topping up. That is, I don't so, know what that. See, but I don't. I'm not being an architect or or a construction person. I have no, no idea what the hell that means. I'm and not either. I'm just honestly you, the, the last big beam, from what I understand. Uh, when that goes up, it's a ceremonial thing, and it's got okay. that beam is imprinted with ASU things and I suppose sponsors and yes, all, that. All, all that good stuff. So I got up to the uh, parking garage early this morning and was able to get some video and some yes, shots that taken. Too. I, I yeah. noticed that there was, uh, I call it the lean-to. I'm not sure they appreciate that, <laughs> but it's uh, uh, like the, a, extra, listen, the are, extra are, ice are, surface on the west side of the building. Uh, listen, now I don't know whatever. Sure. Yeah, I don't get I just. Yeah, just, well, that's important because that's a practice ring. And that's no, 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 no. My point is, I, I, don't, I don't know this construction vocabulary. I don't care. Just, <laughs> get it ready for next season. That's all. You just, yeah, that's just uh, get so it ready anyway, for next year. All that good stuff is going. I, I have to believe it's a month or so ahead of schedule, just based on what I've seen at other rinks. Uh, the same thing happened over at. Uh, in Vegas with the uh, Dollar Loan Center, it's probably two months ahead of schedule there. They're actually going to start playing hockey games there in April. Uh, well, I like I like the fact that they're, they're, they're when they do these things now, even if they are ahead of schedule, they don't really say it. No, because There's, they can you never they know. Can fall. Yeah, things can happen at the very end where they are not on schedule. I mean, just look at Robeson. Uh, they right. were doing stuff right up to the very end. They're probably still doing stuff there, uh, yeah. getting ready for uh, Saturday night. And uh, Joe pointed it out to me today when I was talking with him that uh, he's going to do his story on uh, Colorado kids that are playing in that exhibition game between Air Force and Colorado College. Um, I, I don't want to steal his thunder, but it's like a dozen kids from Colorado uh, between Air Force, maybe more. Between Air Force and Colorado College on their rosters, so he Let's goes. See. Is it okay if I if I do a story from that angle on that one? Because the official opening isn't really until St. Lawrence, and I'm going like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, I, more listen, the merrier. Yeah, I mean, most uh, a lot of those kids are uh, on Air Force. Yeah, I think ten. I, I think roster. he said. I think he said ten f- from Colorado kids on Air Force, which ties them or either beats them with what he calls Frank's recruiting base, Minnesota, <laughs> which is normally where it comes from. Uh, but Colorado College also had a five. I think he said now that. But I don't uh, want to steal his thunder because his his story is coming out this weekend. And yeah, uh, that's all right. Thanks, Joe. That, Once so. again, I got a. <laughs> There's no pre- no pressure, right? I, I mean, <laughs> thanks, Joe. Okay, keep in, keep in mind, Joe is a professional writer, and right. uh, you're you're just a blogger. That's true. Um, <laughs> I don't question that, but uh, you know that would be boring if I said yeah. that. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, you know. so tonight, here's what I thought we would do, Paul, and uh, I mentioned to you this off air is that we'll we'll talk a little preview because I think it's important to talk about uh, UMass Lowell uh, coming to Arizona State. Um, it would have been fun to see the line combinations today. I went to practice; nobody was there except me and um, yeah, Joe Bull the goalie. Any, you can't tell anyway. <laughs> me and you Joe Bull the goalie were there. Yeah, and, I, I saw you and Joe, yeah. uh, but there's uh, you and Joe Bull. But there was there's no there's no no. You can't tell who the heck is who. Well, you can if you get right up on the bench, and that's what I've been doing. I've been sneaking in with my phone slash camera. And getting right up on the bench so I can. And then what I'm doing, Paul, is I'm snapping pictures of the back of helmets 
Yeah. So so I can get those down and, and see, okay, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Then I then I try to match that up with when they get on the ice. But today it was a very spirited practice with no coaches because all, all the coaches were over at the the uh, top him up or whatever they call so yeah, it. Whatever ceremony. the heck they call it, right? Yeah. Anyway, no, so. Um... So it was Steen Pashnik and, and those guys kind of leading the rushes. Uh, Steen in town for a few more days before he heads to uh, Barracuda camp. I believe he said on the third on Sunday. So, um, But anyway, I, I got a little bit of that. What I did notice today was due to the humidity, and this doesn't sound well for the weekend, uh, there was a lot of condensation on the glass. I, I took one photo, I don't know if you saw it, uh, that had condensation on the glass. So uh, the boys at Oceanside are going to be busy keeping that uh, clear um, yeah, I mean, I, when the games start, what, especially it, if we I, get more rain, which we're supposed to. Yes, you know, I don't, the, the weird thing about that is that they, they used to, when, you, when guys wore the plastic visors, they used to have like almost like a chapstick kind of thing. That you would rub on your plastic visor there, your whatever the heck. The, they don't have that for. Yeah, to keep it from fogging up. Yeah, they don't have uh, that. Well, I don't know they if they have it. have it or not, but that's a lot of plexiglass to be cleaning uh, well, with that. And it doesn't happen very often. It's usually no. when we have a lot of humidity and, and stuff like that. And temperature dropped the other day, Paul, 40 degrees. It went from like 109 to 69, just like that. Uh, Yo, that, that is as I told Rob sick, last though. night, I was whining like crazy to you on Sunday. And when Rob said, just keep whining. <laughs> yeah, see, he don't care. He's, he's like, yeah, just that. That's you know, uh, yeah, because he don't. Rob will just like, yeah. If it annoys him, keep doing it. Yeah. Anyway, um, last night I had a chance to see the uh, Arizona Coyotes and the L.A. Kings in the first right. exhibition game of the year. That was fun. Um, I wish there had been more fans because these people in Arizona that say they want to keep their team um, might want to come out when tickets are next to nothing. Yeah, maybe not have um, it on a Monday night either. Yeah, well, you can't you can't help it in exhibition times. They are when they are, but no, no, I get it. But I mean, gracious, seven thousand five hundred sixty-three fans. That's announced know. attendance. Um, I Listen, don't think there were seven thousand five hundred sixty-three. Maybe the, the, maybe paid tickets, but well, but not certainly in the building. Well, listen, they get they get the money for the tickets. Um. The, the the thing with that is I was uh, the optimist. I gotta partner, be right. Somebody has partner, to be. I was the optimist on New York. On Somebody Long has Island. to be. Listen, I love it. Um, the only thing I noticed about that game last night because it was it start. I was already asleep by the time it started. Um, they shouldn't keep him. They should send him back to to. to but you know they're going to keep Dylan, Dylan Gunther. Gunther, don't they? I mean, he's, he's the only guy that can gonna, score for him, for God's sake. He's going to, you know, <laughs> he's going to force them to do it. I mean, you know, he had a tremendous rookie camp. Oh, did he ever? And, and, he, uh, and he kept he kept great pace last night. Uh, yeah, granted, it wasn't full rosters, obviously. But uh, let me tell well, you what I – I know this is really not important to college hockey. But yeah, I know. We got quickly what I saw last night, Paul. Um the goaltender, I'm not even going to guess how to pronounce his last name. I'll That's be right. You'd screw it up anyway. Year. Yeah, I know I would. Uh, that they got from San Jose was fantastic. He was unbelievable. Um, he played two periods, and then uh, Thornton came in and played the final period, and I believe got the win because it was tied when he came in. So, right. Um, the other guy that I thought looked really, really good was uh, Shane Gostaspear. I, I thought he just looked rejuvenated. 
he had so many shots from the point and was solid on defense. And they had him with Strawman, uh, who I thought was really, really good as well and a really good pairing. So look for that to be probably the top pairing um, for the uh, for the Coyotes this year. Uh, so I well, thought that was good. I thought goaltending was good. And, and Dylan Gunther is just always in the right spot. That's why he he's going to be such an asset to the Coyotes, even though he's 18 years old. Well, listen, uh, you can expect that he's going to get, you know, that you can keep a junior player for nine games. He's getting not, nine games. <laughs> and not have it go against his entry-level contract, uh, which he has already signed. Um, he gonna get, he's going to get those first nine Coyotes games. They're going to they're going to they're going to yeah, say we we have nothing to lose by playing them. I don't think they should. Uh, if you want to give them the nine games, there are lots of teams that do that. Oh yeah, that that's okay. But you better make. I mean, and this is just my opinion. You better make sure you send them down after that nine games. Yeah, I, I don't know what that's – I didn't want to venture a guess on that one. Um, but I tell you also – I'm sure they've already made that decision, though. A, a kid that got the nine games and then got sent down and then came back up again in camp and they thought he was going to make it, then they sent him back down, and then he finally ended up uh, the next year in Tucson for most of the year, Barrett Hayton. Uh, yep. Barrett looked really, really good last night. He looked that's cool. uh, in control. He looked bigger. He looked like he was a leader. Um, so yeah, and, and Andrew Ladd got in a little fight, nice. your boy, Andrew. Nice. Nice. And, Thank you. And he got, and he got, he got beat up by Cade McNally, who, if you remember correctly, was the guy that dropped, uh, um, the golden Knight in the rookie camp. Um, Mason, um, who am I thinking? Oh, names on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it's okay. It, anyway, it, that got everybody angry. So, so I saw him twice. And, uh, and both times I've seen him play, he's gotten a fight and uh, and taken a five-minute major. So You're the trigger. Yeah, I guess that's it. Something like that. <laughs> uh, either that or the Lone Ranger. Trigger. Uh, maybe. Ah, good no, one. Oh, that's Roy Rogers. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Roy Rogers, my bad. Or, uh, is it Roy Rogers? Yeah, I think it's Roy Rogers. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're mixed up, but that's yeah, that's normal. Or, G- or Gene Autry, one of the two. Okay, so here's the thing. So I I said, we're going to talk a little preview because we have to. I I think it's important, especially with Arizona State, which has real games that count. Um, And then uh, I want to talk about the uh, top 20 that came out, the uh, USCHO poll came out. So let's – I know how much you love that. Uh, polls, predictions, magic numbers. I've got yes, a magic those are my number, favorite. by the way. Oh, uh, I can't wait for that. Arizona State magic number. I've One. computed it today. One. I will let everybody know what it is uh, when we get into that part of the show. So before we jump into this uh, USCHO poll, let's take a quick break, give ourselves a chance okay. to think, and um, <laughs> and get ready for uh, – for this rundown, because this is the top 20 that's interesting, to say the least. It is. And uh, the competition level, I think, at least for the top, well, let's just say the top 20, uh, is going to be pretty darn good. So uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back and uh, talk a little uh, hockey poll, NCAA okay. hockey poll. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. 
your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season, leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein on a beautiful Long Island, New York. And, uh, Paul, uh, just before the uh, the tease I, uh, that said we were going to do the poll, I decided maybe I should tell everybody that the Summer Skates arrived with that new College Hockey Southwest Live logo um, nice. appeared on my doorstep today, a huge box. And uh, I'm nice. sorting through them right now, the koozies. So right. uh, uh, two more nights of giveaways, and right. then uh, then you got to buy them, <laughs> which still is a great deal because at 39 bucks, uh, they are fantastic, and uh, you can get them from us. You can get them with any logo you want. You can get player logos. Uh, they are officially licensed by the NHL. Uh, we got some great team offers. So if you're interested, you have a team that you want to outfit, I can uh, get you some great pricing on that as well. But, um, yeah, they arrived the today. They look great. Uh, they oh, got yeah. some Fred Flintstone-sized ones. They oh, got thanks. one uh, that'll fit my grandson, Rowan, maybe, in a year. Right. Well, maybe. 
Maybe. Uh, he he stomps around in his mother's, uh, well, which are it. a little bit too okay. big for him. So probably the, these are extra small, so nice. they'll be a lot closer to his size. And of course, there's one that I think is even going to fit you this time. Yeah, I'll believe that when I when I when I, when I, when I... <laughs> I'm going to send it to you anyway. You and yeah, Joe both. You and Joe both need the same size. I'm going like giants. Uh, yeah, anyway. I'm not. A, I know. I just have <laughs> Fred Flintstone feet. That's all. I... <laughs> Square. Uh, My feet are square. Our our thanks to our friend uh, friends up at uh, Summer Skates for uh, helping us out through the sizzling September Summer Skates trivia, um, and we'll have two more nights of that tonight and tomorrow night with uh, Club Hockey. I hope you have a question because otherwise, I I got uh, yeah we got we got something. One of us will come up with something. We got what forty minutes or so of the show yet. We'll we'll okay. come up with something. All right. Um, somebody's got to win. I mean, come on. We, we need a winner here. All right. So the USCHO poll came out. Right. Um, guess who was number one? I don't have to guess. It's sitting right in front of me. Okay. The, it was the defending national champions from UMass. Yeah. Um, and uh, Fair, right? I mean, they got 19 first place votes. I mean, how do you not? They won I mean, the championship have, last year. They won the championship. They have a, a, a lot of players back. Um, they did lose a little bit of their top scoring. But – I mean, for the most part, they have uh, plenty of experience coming back. And uh, I'll say it now. I'll probably say that about 16 times tonight. The team's having plenty of experience coming back because uh, there was something called a pandemic. Yeah, they, they but, you know, and they also have, um, you know, you know, most teams will ride that hot goalie through the the tournament and into the national championship. Um, but because of uh, the pandemic, because of COVID, uh, UMass had to go with their, both of their goalies in the frozen four last year, both Philip Lindbergh and yeah, Matt Murray crazy. got to play a game crazy. in that frozen four. Uh, and Lindbergh's gone, but Murray's back. So you know that the big game is not going to phase him. No, you absolutely. Know, he, he only won the game that got him to the championship game. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, that was such a great series. Of, uh, so, four. I mean, uh, I don't know if I would necessarily make them the favorite. But Ooh, controversy. Not, I'm not. Listen, I'm not sitting here and saying who, they shouldn't who, be in the top 20. Who, who would you have picked to be number one if you don't take the defending champs? Now, like I said, by default, you almost – but, I mean, St. Cloud has got so much coming back. Yeah, they got experience so now, much. too. They got they have, Frozen 4 experience. They, they, they've got the Frozen 4 experience, and they had that Frozen 4 without their 2020-2021 best player in Easton Brodzinski. Yeah, yeah. So that's just going to make And all them, indications is he's healthy now. And so if uh, he he's is, ready to go. look out. I mean – it's just, you know, it's just, like I said, if, if, if UMass wasn't the defending champions, I don't know if they would be picked number one. But you can't really argue with it. I, I mean, not to play both sides of the fence, which is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> no, I, I agree. And, and let me tell you, apparently the voters, the voters thought that way too because 19 first-place votes for Massachusetts, UMass. UMass. 13 for St. Cloud State, 
Right. But the points, 909 from for UMass and 902 right. for St. Cloud State, that tells you that is incredibly close voting. Uh, well, yeah, well, the basically the difference is the six guys that voted for UMass, or back, basically the difference was three voters, because if three voters go the other way, you've got yep. basically a tie. Yep. And I, I haven't kept track over the years, Paul, so I don't know um, if this is – uh, closer than normal or normal or right. what well, why would you over the past few years? But, but it's exciting to know that St. Cloud state and UMass are going to be right up near the top. And then let, let's get into the top five uh, Michigan. And you can break these down for me. I'll, I'll read them off Michigan at number three, Minnesota at number four and Minnesota state at five, Michigan go. Well, uh, it depends. Do you like more draft picks or more number one draft picks? Can I give you three letters? Okay. N-H-L. Well, no, my point is, though, if you look at the rosters between Michigan and Minnesota, um, that other maroon and gold team has more actual draft picks than Michigan. But Michigan has more number one draft picks. Yeah. Cool. So it's a question of, you know, what do you want? Include and by the way, uh, not for nothing, but that, you know, that l- roster of number one draft picks includes this year's overall number one pick, as we all know, in you know, in power. So I mean, it's it's it it is just an insane insane number of picks. Uh, on these rosters, and just wow! I mean, like I said, the, the, those 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 first round picks, you know, and they're not even all listed, by the way. No, okay. Uh, not, I mean, the names are listed, <laughs> but it, it's not even listed in certain places. Uh, all the spots that that the, the the in the latest draft for the number one pick. So. I mean, like I said, Michigan's got a half a dozen number one picks, while Minnesota's got more overall picks. So and when pick you say number poison, one, right? you you mean first round picks? First round, right? Obviously. First round picks, not yeah. not number ones, but not first number. Round. Although they have one of those, yeah, they do have one of those. <laughs> so uh, let's ask Jess Myers so, real quick uh, what he thinks of Minnesota being below Michigan. <laughs> Sorry, Jess. Oh, yes. I had to throw it I, out there. I yeah, just had well, to throw sure. it out there. And, and then, can we, while we're doing that, can we get Eddie Christian on the line and ask him what he thinks about Michigan being ahead of Minnesota? Um, We could do that, too. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> you, that. You know, already calls it out, right? Uh, listen, I'm pretty sure he doesn't care as long as Wisconsin no, no, no. is not ahead of. Well, no, no, you know what he calls the, the Michigan Minnesota thing, don't you? You yeah, the little M's, yeah. The little M and the big M. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so so that's the breakdown of the top uh, five. Massachusetts, UMass, um, St. Cloud State, Michigan, Minnesota, and Minnesota State. We didn't get um, into them. Minnesota State, how are they going to – are they going to be able to hang there this year, Paul? Because they lost some guys. They did, but here's um, – this is this is where Minnesota State's going to make its bread and its toast and butter its toast or whatever the heck phrase you want to use. They have a really big defense core. A lot of guys six two, six three, six four. Okay, and um, 
the guy that can make the difference and why they will be a threat all season long and why you won't want to face them in the NCAA tournament uh, because now they don't have the stigma of not having won a tournament game anymore. And they've dried McKay. And, you know, if the other, if the rest of the team is not having a good day, he certainly is more than capable of saying, that's okay, guys, we're not losing tonight because I won't let us. Yeah, good point. Okay. And, uh-huh. and, that's, and, and now I'm not saying they don't deserve to be in the top five. I'm just saying that's, that's a that that those things make them a legitimate national championship threat. Okay, I agree. And and um, not, and I don't know if you and I don't know if you could you can't call them a dark horse, but you can't call them a favorite either. True, they're they're a tweener. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't want to stay on this all night because I know we, we both could. talked about whether we could, but I don't want to because we've oh. got we've got our four teams to talk about. Uh, we've got to get something in on them. But, um, okay, okay, six through ten. I'll read them off, and then you kind of uh, paraphrase uh, what you think of six through ten. Number okay. six, the uh, two-time defending champions before last year, Minnesota Duluth. That makes them not the two-time defending champions now, doesn't it? <laughs> you weren't it? supposed to catch that. <laughs> um, and then Boston College at seven, North Dakota at eight, uh, Quinnipiac nine, and Boston University ten. Right, well, first of all, uh, Duluth. Yeah, you know, where does Ryan Fanti fit in? What kind of year does he have? We know there. We know. We know the rest of the team is 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 a, is going to be really good. But there's going to be games where Ryan Fanti is going to need to step up. And he's capable. We, he's capable. He's capable. But do we know if he will? See, now if, I, if I sat there and said to you, if you have one game to win, would you rather have Ryan Fanty or Dryden McKay? Who are you taking? I'm taking Dryden McKay. I, and, and I would say I'm that. I'm looking at his shirt hanging in my closet. McKay for Hobie. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, but. <laughs> and I'm not trying to knock Fanty. I'm, I'm not saying he's not a, a quality goalie. Just, you. you know, they had. Um, Hunter Shepard for so long that you know he he you know it's going to take they renamed years. the gold crease you heard that right at the did they? Arena. they renamed not, it Shepard crease yeah I'm sure they did just it's, <laughs> it's going to be a couple of years before any Duluth goalie is out of that shadow boy ever okay so so let me throw a couple things at you that you can chew on on this part right. I think Minnesota Duluth and North Dakota have a lot to prove because they lost players, a lot of players. Um, right. And I think they're positioned where they are right now, and North Dakota's probably not happy being number eight. But I think a lot Whatever. of that's got to do with um, unknown, unknown values. We just Absolutely. don't know what they have. And, and they got their spots because mostly their they're name, name recognition. Yeah. Well, so, listen. Uh, I, I think they got a lot to prove. Well, I, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, you expect Zach Driscoll, who's coming over from Bemidji, to have a good year behind that team. Yeah, but let me throw but, something out on this. Let me throw the this team, out on Driscoll. Team, hold on. Half the team from last year is now playing in uh, Ottawa. Yeah, true. And the well, other half. Th- the other half? The other half is Ottawa draft picks, the ones that stayed. So, 
<laughs> nice. Okay, here's the thing with Driscoll. He played really well for Bemidji State. It's a whole new ball game when you drive 90 miles from Bemidji to Grand Forks, North Dakota. Um, Is because, it? Yes, because okay. not only do, does the scenery change from trees to no trees, but what? that building no, changes from there... about 3,000 people to 11,000 people. And the pressure is ramped up on you a lot more. Plus, guess what? You're going uh, from the, what, WCHA used to be, now CCHA. Right. You're going from that to the NCHC. Well, that's... So, well, so your games are going to give you a little different at North Dakota than they were at Bemidji State. Oh, absolutely. And that's, and that's one of the reasons, you know, that I, I brought him up is because, you know, it's, it is a whole new kettle of fish. And as, as good as Boston College is, uh, for our mutual friend over there, um, there are going to be a good team, except that when you have to replace Spencer Knight, Yeah, you don't replace him. You just put somebody else. Well, that's it. We place. don't know. So, and, we, and we don't. And 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 that once again, big shoes to fill. We don't know. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And, you're right. And you know, now you're talking about hockey East and maybe getting into some ECAC teams, and you're talking about how these teams maybe played a half a season last year, and how is that going to affect guys? as we get into the second half of the season, because they haven't done it in two years. Okay. So that rounds up the top 10. Let's do uh, 11 through 16 or what? 15. Okay. So we'll do uh, Wisconsin at 11, Providence 12, Denver 13 with a one next to it, meaning somebody voted Denver a first place vote, which, um, I know Denver's a sleeping giant. I'm telling you that right now. They are a sleeping giant, but I don't know that they're a number one, number one uh, ranked uh, hockey program right now. But somebody voted for them anyway, so good for them. Uh, 14 is Bemidji State, and 15 is Cornell. Go. Well, listen, I mean, Wisconsin, once again, a lot of talent. We don't know uh, how they're going to react to, you know, it's just – going to be so tough you know those four those eight games against those m schools you know the the big one and the little one whichever one you prefer to call which <laughs> eddie he's on your side finally <laughs> okay um well, i don't care which one I, I i don't have to like either team so i don't really care uh but they have a lot of guys coming back too and 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 they're gonna score i mean big 10 teams tend to score um, and, you know, I just, are they going to get the goaltending? I mean, you know, I mean, it's just, you can't sit there and talk about uh, the, the, you know, any of these teams because there you have so many guys coming back without talking about the goaltending. And I know it's repetitive, and I know the whole shooting match in Providence is going to be Providence because you know that Nate Lehman, even if he's got to go teach coach in the World Juniors, is going to have that team ready like he always does. Okay, And 
you know, we don't really get to see as, as crazy as it sounds. We don't see that many of the teams here on the East Coast, even though, uh, I mean, all right, it's five or six hours. It's not like uh, uh, it's right around the corner, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> True. But we don't really, see, you know, because of the teams we do cover, we don't see a whole lot of, you know, the ECAC teams and a whole lot of the Hockey East teams, although my I, I have friends that would like to change that. Um <laughs> You know, we we don't. As far as Bemidji is concerned, yeah, they're going to be good. You know, they're 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 going to be good. Um, it, it's just a matter of, you know, what is that league going to be like? Uh, top heavy towards Probably. the Mavericks. Um, okay, so uh, that that brings us to the. The final five, I, I want to touch on something before we get to the final five. There are three teams, 13, 14, or 15, and 16, which were not ranked uh, last year in the final poll. Um, Denver, Cornell, Which will give them a chip on their shoulders. Right. Well, once so, again, we're talking about Ivy League schools there. So so those, those three schools, Paul, out of those three schools, who do you like to finish the highest out of Denver, Cornell, and Harvard? Uh, let me give you a hint. Say Pioneers. Got <laughs> okay, well, first of all, Denver played last year, so that helps. Um, and, you know, Cornell and Harvard, uh, just going off past history, they'll be th- – I mean, I could see in the, in the long run all three of those teams finishing in the top ten, at least in the pairwise. Ooh. That's a bold statement. I, I, why? Why would it be that out of the ordinary? No, I'm just saying. No, I think. I, I think this year, um, I think Cornell and Harvard are going to have a tough, tough goal of it. But that's well, I, I, I agree. I, I think they are at a disadvantage having not played in two years. Well, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then, just trying to get their guys back. You know, I mean, some of the guys didn't come back. Some, some no, graduated, no. moved I mean, on. You know, I mean, that's. I mean, I mean. You're, I'm sure people looked at their rosters and said, all right, well, it's Cornell. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. It's Harvard. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But you still haven't played in two years, and you're going to go against teams that did play last year? <laughs> now, to me, that says you're probably going to struggle out of the gate. I'm not saying that you won't be good by the end of the season. And worthy of a of of the the usual spots for those schools, but you know, even with they don't even first of all they don't even play till the end of October. Yeah, exactly. So they're just add. I mean, they have a couple of exhibition games, and they'll open the Cornell opens the season with Alaska. You know, but then they're going they're playing actually playing Harvard. Yeah, Isn't you know to cool? start. I mean, it's just I love it. You know they're not, uh, you know, it, it's in a, in a certain way. They, I'm sure that there there's was a purpose behind the schedule, the way it's set up, the way it is. But that's just going to be even longer before they play. 
Okay, let's get to the final five here since it's already 7.09 and we've gone almost 40 minutes and haven't gotten to our own teams yet. <laughs> yeah, we talk um, about them all the okay. time, though. I just, so I'm we, just saying. So we got Harvard, Omaha, right. Notre Dame, Clarkson, and AIC. 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20, rounding out the top 20. Paul Hornstein, go. Well, listen, I just, you know, you could just rewind the tape. We still use tape, right? Or is it just... Is it everything is it's all digital. digital? It's all digital. Okay, I just check no such thing as tape. Um, I'm old. Um, you know, the, whatever I just said about Cornell, you could say about Harvard. Um, Omaha. Well, uh, tell me about Omaha at 17. How are they four spots behind Denver? Talk about no respect. Um, you know, show me a second time, I guess. Yeah, I guess, but um, I mean, but you're at, you're asking, and, and and that's you know, once again, you're the fifth team from the conference in the top twenty, so it's not it's not like they're saying to you uh, you're in the bottom twenty. Yeah, and we know the top five in the NCHC is a pretty good competition, you know. So I mean, I don't think there's any shame in being part of that, you know, and being seventeenth. I mean. Yeah, Omaha was good last year, but are they a top 10 team? I don't think they are to start the season. Could they end up being there? I mean, who knows? Okay, Notre Dame, Big Ten school. Um, Clarkson, which we're going to see uh, right here in, in Tempe, Arizona. At least I am. Uh, Clarkson um, is like the little engine that could, so right? to speak. I mean, uh, a big-time program. They're, what about they're... AIC then? Where do they fit? Well, I mean... Uh, AIC is, you know, they 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 they're coming off a really good year last year, right? They made the tournament, okay. Um, and you know, I, 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 without you know those those at that point, I mean, you could have had any number of teams in that spot, but. Yep. I hear you. You know they're getting, you know they're getting respect based off the way they finished last year. And yeah. By the way, they were 15 last year, just yeah. uh, just inside that magical top 16. Right. So. Okay. So so others receiving votes. This is the interesting right. part of the poll, as it always is for me, because UMass Lowell got 59 points, where Arizona State, their first weekend opponent, got 21. I think there's a problem there because I think ah. those two schools are closer than th those numbers would indicate. And I think they could be flip-flopped, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm going off of what what we've had conversations with Coach Powers on and what right. I've seen is they they learned from last season. They're bigger, stronger, more physical, and more experienced. And I think that's going to show up on the ice starting uh, the 2nd of October. Well, I think when you get to that when when you get to this point in a ballot, uh, I I think there's usually some guessing going on, and this is, in a way, kind of where not being in a league. Yeah, it doesn't help. Issue. Yeah, it doesn't help for sure. You know, uh, but um, let me let me tell the people that aren't seeing that right now who's in front of Arizona State because. 
I don't know that I would have put anybody in front of them uh, in this list, but whatever. Uh, well, Northeastern, I, I, 111 right. vote, uh, points. Points. Yeah, uh, but, you know. UMass Lowell, 59. Michigan Tech, 54. Western Michigan, 54. Lake Superior, 40. Bowling Green, 34. Penn State, 23. Then Arizona State, 21. Right. Okay. Have, uh, have people not learned from prior to the pandemic about what Greg Powers puts on the ice? Have they not looked to see the guys that are coming back, including no. Johnny Walker? No. Have they not looked to see who they picked up out of the transfer portal and as no. grad uh, transfers? And have they not looked at the recruiting class that brought in uh, Josh Doan and Jackson Niedemeyer and Ty listen, Murchison? Listen, uh, as much as we don't look at it that way, for a lot of these guys, it's out of sight, out of mind. Well, guess what? Uh, I predict that they will be in sight and in front of the mind very, very quickly. Because now, I, talk think to me after, gonna, I think talk. they're going to stand up this weekend at home, and I think they're going to stand up and perform very, very well in Denver. And, and, I, and you know, I believe Denver's a pretty powerful team that's just laying in the weeds. Well, like, um, I, said, I, was, like I was about to say, talk to me after the Denver games. Yeah, then that'll be the real test, and it's going to happen in the second week of the season. So, okay, let's take one more quick break, and let's come okay. back, and let's talk about Arizona State because uh, they're the first team that we cover that's going to play for real this weekend. So we'll be right okay. back and, and talk about that in about two minutes. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? 
have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, NCAA hockey fans. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York. And uh, before we go any farther, Paul, it's a, still a sizzling September for a couple more days. So we've got okay. Summer Skates trivia. Here it is. It, real easy. All you have to do is look at a schedule, and this can tell you this. Uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils uh, this year are going to play three of the six schools in NCAA hockey in the state of Minnesota. Two of them are going to be played at Oceanside Ice Arena. Give me the name in the chat box of the two Minnesota teams that are coming to Oceanside Ice Arena this season. Easy enough? Yeah, yeah sure. You got to look at the schedule. That's cool. <laughs> okay. All good. So there's two teams from Minnesota that are, again, coming to Oceanside this year. I need to know both of them in the chat box, and you have yourself a pair of summer skates and a nice matching koozie with that brand-new College Hockey Southwest Weekly – I'm sorry, College Hockey Southwest Live logo on them. Yep. Okay, so um, Arizona State preparing for games for real. Uh, I yep. just told you, UMass Lowell has 59 points in the poll. Arizona State's got 21. Is there a chip? Or does that mean nothing at this point, Paul? Uh, I would say to you that chip or no chip, whether I mean, if if, if it all depends on, I I would be trying to use it. Yeah, that's I would just too. me. How about this hashtag last ride at Oceanside nine four two crew coming out, bringing out T-shirts for the yeah, last listen, ride at Oceanside. I, yeah, I I I get it. And, you know, um, I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I like the, I mean, it's, 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 it's a nice idea that, that the shirts, the, the whole concert shirt, like style, that's cool. I'm down with it. I would take one. Are you guys listening out there? Nine, four, two, let's go break it out. <laughs> um, just, it, I just, I, I, it just aggravates me when you say it, that's all. <laughs> and in all fairness, Paul, I did invite the guys from uh, 942 to come on tonight to talk about that because I thought that's pretty cool. A, that they recognize that. B, that they put out a really cool, as you call it, a concert-style T-shirt. Right. And uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, Instagram uh, post from Bronson Moore, the, uh, the Arizona State goaltender, but he said, I like that shirt so much. When I die, I want uh, an autographed um, – Cole Brady shirt like that on me. Cool. <laughs> I didn't see that, but I mean, you're the social media leave, guy. I'm just leave it to Bronson. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just the guy that, uh, that yeah, you're the social media. I don't know. I'm, I, I mean, I know I have all of those things, but. Um, and, and let me also tell people this, the, uh, the very first player profile from the goal out series 
uh, came out last Friday. It had uh, a nice seven-minute feature I did with uh, Cole Brady. So if you want to dig in a little bit more to Cole, uh, go ahead and do that. I'm hoping tomorrow, now that my media guy got switched from yesterday to today, or tomorrow, from today to tomorrow, I am hoping to sit down with Ben Cross. And then we can compare and contrast the two goaltenders from Arizona State. Okay. And then next week it's Denver and then Colorado College and Air Force. Cool. We just keep going around the horn until we get uh, a whole season full of player profiles. So once oh, again, that's, that's on our YouTube channel, Ice Time SW. And it is uh, from the goal out. The player I assume at some series. point you might put out more than one in a day. I don't know. I don't know. I think once a week is a good thing, but we'll see. All right. Well, we'll see how things cool. roll. Season's long enough. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so uh, UMass Lowell's coming to town. Right. Um, there is some history there. The two teams right. have played before. Um, your thoughts? Well, listen, we know what happened with ASU last year. Or two years ago, in the, the last quote-unquote normal season, Okay, uh, when they were trying to make a repeat bid to the NCAA tournament. Okay. They opened up and they had that loss against Mercyhurst, and that thing followed them all year long. All year. Okay. Um, now, is 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 Lowell considered at that point? Uh, no, they're not. I, I don't think you'll see Lowell at uh, at 57 or 58 in the pairwise by the time the season's over. But if you want to make a statement and show that you are a better team than last year, and we think they are, okay, you're going to have to get off to a, heart, a hot start, and you've not done that. Okay. Um, to me, I, I think it's imperative for ASU to start five and one. So that they can build their resume. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um okay. because so when you're saying five and one, you're saying two against UMass Lowell, two against Denver, two against uh New Hampshire. Correct. And four of those games will be at home. The uh, the road series in between is at Correct. Denver. Correct. You got to win at home. You got to win at home. Yeah, and that's and that's why this is a great time for me to bring up the magic number. One. Thirty six games this year. One. You want to get into the national tournament. One. That mark at the end of the year has to be twenty four and twelve. One. So you must reach twenty four victories if you want a shot. At the national tournament, one and <laughs> one won't get you in, my friend. He must. Oh, yeah, have but you 24. can't win one until you win two, and you yeah. can't win on October third until no, you hold win on, on a October minute. second. You, you can win one before you win two. Yeah, well, no. My point is, you got to win on October second <laughs> first, and worry about that game. Then, when that game's over, you can worry about October third. Uh, and I agree with you one hundred percent. I'm just you know you don't you, at the no, end of you the don't. year. No, at the end don't. of the year, when you look at the numbers and the and the committee's sitting down and they're in that fish house up on Lake of the Woods and they're trying to decide who's getting into the tournament, if Arizona State has a 24-12 and 12 mark, they're a lock. You have to go 1-0 and 0 every game. That's your goal. <laughs> Not every game. 
That's your goal. You're not going to go 36 and 0. You're no not. Way. But your goal is to go 1 and 0 every game. Okay. I'll, well, I so agree. So therefore, the magic number is goal. 1. No, the magic number is 24. You must have 24 wins one. to make it to the NCAA tournament. So 24 and 12 is that one. mark that uh, Arizona State Sun Devil fans should be looking at. Listen, I've been uh, pretty much right on every time I've made a, a prediction on my magic numbers. So uh, count on it. 24 gets you in, Sun Devils. Go get them. Check them off one at a time for Paul Ornstein. But when make sure October you got 24 second. of them. When make sure October you got 24 second. when it's all done. Okay. Here's, see now, here's a question I actually had, but uh, and and I haven't was, really asked. What was it, that? What? Well, I'm just curious. Why I, I, is there something about the fact that they're that nobody's playing on Friday, October first, and yet any game that's going to everybody's starting on the second? Yeah, there there has to be a reason for that, Paul. I just don't know what it is. Well, that's I know that's really why I, I get I that. I'm is. not. I wasn't asking you specifically. I it was just. It just, you know, because you know what it is when I'm talking about this game next week? I keep, in my head, I just have to keep reminding myself it's not a Friday. Yeah, and that's this this week, not right. next week. It's this well, week. Well, yeah, whatever. I mean. <laughs> it's a few I, days I, from now, Paul. Yeah, I have, days, to, keep, I have to whatever. Keep, yeah, I just keep thinking, oh, they're going to, I can't wait for Friday's game. And oh, wait a minute, they don't start until Saturday. Okay, I thought we'd have a lot more uh, roster stuff to talk about because I think that tomorrow when I'm watching practice, I'll be able to get a pretty good feel for what what coach is thinking in his lines. I know he's going to juggle them. I know that there's going to be some guys. Well, he told us two things. He said, if we're winning, I ain't messing with the lineup. And uh, secondly is I think that's extremely important for for everybody to realize that you better get in the lineup early because if you don't, unless there's an injury, you might not get into that lineup. Well, isn't that really kind of part of the excitement for opening night is especially uh, when there's been a team that, that you root for or you follow closely that's had so many changes? Yeah. Have yeah. To, you know, part of the excitement is, man, who's going to play with who? And like I said, you can't see really see the numbers on the helmets in practice, even if I was there. Uh, so no, it's difficult. You got to look at the at the face mask and try to try to pick out the eyes and and little things that the way they skate. I mean, I, some of the guys, but it's even hard for me, Paul, because I didn't see them last year. I haven't seen them for really two years. So uh, some of I know those that's guys, what I'm saying. Uh, it's hard to to pick, but I think you can get a feel for it. Um, like I said, you, you zoom your your camera lens in, and you you get a click, and then you. We'll go, oh, 17 right there. Oh, 91 over here. Oh, yeah. You know, see, but you're not really watching it then. You're just taking pictures and looking. No, no, I'm saying you do that right away when they're doing the individual drills. And then when they start running the uh, the team stuff, that's when you start going like, okay, that's so-and-so with so-and-so. Um, you know, some of the guys have beards. Some don't. Some have baby right. faces. Some don't. Right. Some are five foot two and some aren't. Uh, right. So you can start to figure it out by that. You can't. You can't be perfect, but you can get close. And get a rough idea. So we'll have a lot more knowledge, I think, uh, tomorrow night at this time than we do at this time um, tonight. Mm. Which well, is typical, cool, right? Saturday it's, night. It's Wednesday, right? So why why would that not happen? Well, yeah. Well, we know that. <laughs> that's a given. Uh, and so, it, okay, so that's what's happening. We're almost out of time, but uh, let's quickly run down what's going on this weekend for our other schools. As I mentioned, Denver. Um, 
going to be an exhibition game on Sunday night against the uh, Lindenwood Lions. Right, and we know Linden against Missouri State. We know Lindenwood's going to come out first of all with a slight advantage, having played. Second yeah, of it, all, we know that um, they're going to be fired up to play that game because they're playing the big boys. And I'm not, and and I'm I'm not. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not going to say that Denver's not going to take the game seriously. Because yeah, I think it's a good idea not to say that because they're going to take it very seriously. Well, no, because they're going to come into the season with chips on their shoulders, very much so. Oh, absolutely. They, okay. If there's any team um, in, in NCAA hockey that's coming in with a chip on their shoulder, it's the Denver Pioneers. They were knocked out of 18 straight years of the tournament. Right. So I, so I think what is likely to happen in that game is is Denver's going to come out and, and try to blitz Lindenwood early. And then we'll go from there. Because okay, so and, and, you got more on that or what? Because we're well, uh, no, I'm just saying. I know we're we're quote running out of time. I get it. Um, and that's that's what I think you'll see in that game. I think Denver will come out and blitz them early to try and put them away, and then just okay. work on their chemistry, so to speak. And then uh, and then Saturday night. I want to get. I want to get back to that real quickly too on Linden White. It's going to say Saturday night. I should have started with Saturday night, but uh, Colorado College and Air Force um, opening up Robeson Arena, which officially it's not an official game; it's an exhibition, whatever. But uh, Joe Paisley will be there, and Joe will be taking the angle, as I kind of teased in the open, that uh, Joe will be talking about the influence of Colorado players, both at Colorado College and at Air Force, which. Um, but you're starting to say something. Is Colorado becoming a new hockey hotbed? I believe is what uh, new, Joe wants I don't to go. Know, but um, I, I think that's an interesting exhibition game. Oh, me too. For 100%. for a lot of different reasons. First of all, uh, they share the same stage, so to speak, being in town. So it's a it's 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 a rivalry of sorts to begin with. Okay, it's going to be the first game in that building exhibition official unofficial whatever you want to call it and you're not going to want to lose to the other team oh absolutely absolutely okay. it's bragging rights even though it's an exhibition well that's that's my point it's, it's got a little more juice in it and you know that air force is going to play hard you're not going to outwork air force even early in the season but you also know that this is the first game action for those CC players to give you, you, you to give a good impression of their actual game to the coaching staff yeah absolutely now like I said once again it's an it's a quote unquote exhibition game but I don't think anybody's going to treat it that way no I'm I'm almost certain they're not and uh, getting back to the Lindenwood side of things, because we also cover the WCHL and Missouri State traveled to the Centene Center, Centene Center to play uh, Lindenwood last weekend, last Saturday and Sunday. Um, I had a couple of text messages from Coach Cook, Assistant Coach Cook with Missouri State, and he said, you know, um, 
I'm pretty proud of our guys for two losses because he said that team that we faced is a lot closer to NCAA Division One than ACHA Division One, and he thought that that his team, even though they they lost uh, a couple of games, I think it was five two five zero something like that. Um, that um, five nothing. Yeah, okay, five nothing. How about that? Um, I think that they uh, they uh, found themselves being more prepared for ACHA hockey. And um, write this down right now if you want. Missouri State's going to be very near the top of the WCHL, which is a very, very competitive league this year. Uh, I think the best in ACHA D1 personally from top to bottom, but uh, they will be very near the top. So if they, if they competed and uh, felt that uh, Lindenwood was mm, a step above, Lindenwood is ready to challenge, and uh, well, don't be surprised if they pull out some surprises. Well, let's see. Maybe one day they'll go D1. Oh, they're going D1, Paul. And one day maybe a, they'll go it, D1. Who knows? Okay, l- let me tell you this, and everybody listening can hear this as well. Arizona State didn't make an official announcement until after their season when they won the ACJ Division One championship. Then a uh, short no, period actually, of it was time eight, later. It was two years after that, by the way. They made the announcement that they were going to go. Um, so... Lindenwood is going to try to win their ACHA D1 championship. You heard it. You heard it out of Rick Zombo's mouth alone. They, they think they have to go the same route that Arizona State did to have the backing and support and success uh, that Arizona State had. They want to have the same thing at Lindenwood. They want to win the ACHA national tournament. Then they want to propel themselves into the next level. And uh, guess who wrote that, that roadmap? That, that's a Greg Powers roadmap right there. And he's told everybody that will listen that you must have those three things, school support, financial support, and you better be able to win at the level you're at first before you start talking about making that jump. Uh, let's, let's, let's hope one day that uh, they jump and uh, Oh, they're doing it. They're doing it. And and, and we'll they're playing next season. Okay. Um, also let's repeat that uh, summer skates sizzling September trivia question. Arizona state will play three teams from Minnesota this season they'll play two of them at oceanside give us the names of the two universities that they will face at oceanside ice arena a uh, summer skates uh, sandal pack and also a matching koozie will be coming your way if you don't get it in the chat bar before we sign off tonight send it to at college hockey sw and uh, we will find a winner so okay that was fun we rattled through we could have gone on for another hour easy uh, don't yeah, well, you know, like I like I said, there, nobody wants to listen to us for two hours. No, me. I know that. Nobody I get, does. Nobody wants to listen to me for an hour either. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, I told you, I I told you this many times. I used to worry when we didn't have guests if we were going to get through what we were going to talk about. I don't worry about that anymore. So nope, nope, I don't either. All, All right, right, my friend, take it away. College Hockey Southwest Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios has been brought to you by Behind the Mask and its three Valley locations. In line, on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Buy summer skates. Outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and click on the green squad locker tab. Buy M-Drive. Help for your immune system. Building lean muscle mass and making it through the day without the afternoon crash. Go to M-DriveForMen.com and see how the high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley 
for great taste and great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or get the three-time Best of Vegas winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event. Buy Boost Mobile. You choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts. The NCHC has it, and NCHC.tv has you covered. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. I have a quick question for you since you are our time zone guy. Uh, This weekend, I'm looking at the Arizona State um, schedule. It says 7.05 p.m. Mountain Standard Time and uh, 4.05 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on Sunday. Saturday, Sunday games. Right. What time is that game going to be played in Arizona? Um, yeah, I, I, I think that if you look at the bottom of that page, I, I think you will get your explanation. Uh, my guess is that those games will go off at uh, um, 705, 405, Arizona time. time. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's what I figured. I just want to clarify that because oh, I don't. Know. Yeah, I, I wasn't mean, certain. So I, I don't know why. First, I, like I said, it's just, um, I, just one of those things where, you just go whatever time they put on there. Assume it's local time. So awesome! I knew you'd have the answer. You got the answer to everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We still don't have a trivia answer though, so somebody uh, is going to have to go to uh, our uh, go to the Twitter Twitter account. handle at College Hockey SW, and uh, tell us. Once again, here's the question. This is the second to the last one this month, so uh, if you want a uh, summer skates package, make sure you got it. Arizona State will play three Minnesota schools this season, two of them at Oceanside Ice Arena. Tell us which two of those are, and you are a winner. All right, that's it. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and uh, the Peacemakers De Niro. Good night. And uh, see you all next week. Love it.